In the past few years, I've learned something that I knew but didn't appreciate as much as I do now. In fact, I am pretty sure that I haven't fully appreciated it yet, but I am on the road to opening my eyes to the fact that I can't see what I am looking at. Neither can you. None of us can. We all approach everything with perception bias, intentional or unintentional. It's the way it works. Heck, I've been talking about perception for so many years, it's second nature. That's what the shift is all about. But what I hadn't fully appreciated until I started writing my fiction books in this past year is how blind I am. Yes, this is our mini Shift the Story podcast about how it takes many eyes to see. Here's where the proof of this fact really started happening for me. It's when I started asking for help. And I started asking for help, at least more, as I started writing more books. When writing a book, you have to ask for help. You have to get someone else to edit it, absolutely. But once I got help editing, I realized that I needed to have someone else write the blurb and someone else design the cover. Then I have to have someone else choose which is best. I am too biased. I learned this first when I was choreographing dances. I always knew I had to get what I called outside eyes to look at what I was doing and get their feedback. Otherwise, it wasn't going to be a very good dance. But the full realization of this started with the editing of books. Here's how it works. I write the book and then edit it myself for at least three drafts. I find tons of things that are wrong and fix them. Then I send it to a real editor. They send it back with oodles of edits. The first time I saw edits on my books, I was depressed for days. How could I make so many mistakes? Now I see it as it is, and I feel good because I'm making things better. After fixing the book, based on those edits, I take another step. I send the draft of the book to my beautiful, outstanding, blessed, can you tell I love them, street team, who are part of the process because they help me make decisions about the books. In that street team are a few people who like proofing books for those previously unseen errors. The first time I sent out a book to get proofed for those last errors, three people sent me back corrections. I fully expected them to be the same edits, but they weren't. All three saw entirely different things. Once in a while, they would overlap, but usually not. This hit home for me again just the other day when a dear friend read my next book one last time. And after all that editing, and all those eyes proofing it, she pointed out a huge mistake. In one scene, I have the wrong person leaning on someone's shoulder, a person who didn't even exist in the other person's life yet. None of us saw that error. It took many eyes to see. I have also learned to have others pick from the cover choices that I give them. I pick as a designer, they pick as a reader. They are always right. I have learned to have others pick the right blurb. 
I pick from a writer's eye. They pick from a buyer's eye. They are always right. This translates into every aspect of our lives. In the past years, I've realized not just intellectually, but emotionally that we are not in charge. I can't make things happen. I need to ask for help. I used to pride myself on thinking I could do it myself, and now I realize that I can't, and this awareness makes me surprisingly happy. I guide a community of women, but they are the ones teaching me. I write books, but it's others who tell me what they're about. When we were young, we all heard the phrase that no man is an island, but did we really understand what that means? I need to see as you see, and you need to see as I see. It takes many eyes to perceive the truth of something. So this podcast is about learning to ask for help and giving help when asked. Some of us are better at it than others, but all of us can improve. Putting books out into the world as a community has changed my perception about so many things. In order to get my ideas straight while I am writing, I bend my husband's ear, and he says things like, but how could that happen if... And I realize, whoops, it couldn't. So I get a better story. In that same way, we get a better life story when we share, communicate, and ask. It takes many eyes, ears, hands, and hearts. And that, my friends, is fantastic. It truly is the gift of living. If you'd like to lend me your reader's eyes, the next book in the Crass series is coming out on March 20th. It's called Pragma. If you want to be ready for it, read Caras to get you set up in the Caras world. You can find them both on Amazon or at BeccaLewis.com. After that, watch for a new book in the series every three months. If you would like to be part of my street team, go to BeccaLewis.com and look for the link that says Book Community or Street Team. Check it out and see if it appeals to you. And if it does, sign up because I would love to have you. Links to all of this is in the podcast notes at theshift.com, and this is episode 111. A full-hearted shout-out to all of you who are teaching me to ask for help and then supplying it. Get some eyes on what you're doing to shift the story. It might surprise you how powerful and soul-satisfying it can be.